Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. I am an astrologer, a yoga teacher, a coach, a Real Housewives fanatic who's very, very upset that I did not get BravoCon tickets for the first ever BravoCon that's happening at the Javits Center here in New York City in November. Um, If you know anyone at Bravo or at NBC Universal, please, please hook me up. I need a ticket. So... All that um, aside, I am in my new home, as you can see, and I have my new setup today. This is not going to be our forever setup, but we'll see how it rolls today. I'm in my bedroom, and um, it just happens to be the place where the sound is the best. And since most of you guys are tuning into this broadcast via podcast, I figured the sound is most important. So today, we're trying it out in here, and we'll see how it goes. And then next week, August is really like an opportunity for me to test this out in my new space because um, I had a nice setup that I knew down when I was living in my other apartment and now I'm in my new apartment and it's the end of summer and I uh, am just figuring out where the sound is, where the light is and all of that stuff. So any of you who do videos, you understand what I'm going through. But it is the time to get to work. It is the time to figure that stuff out because it is Virgo season or it's about to be. So um, this week is really the kickoff of the unofficial kickoff of Virgo season. So a new planet, a new sign season starts generally when the sun moves into that sign. And then we feel it even more when the new moon in that sign occurs. So we are not yet at that point. So this Friday, the sun will be moving into Virgo. Um, but we had Mars move into Virgo last Sunday. So if you've all of a sudden kind of felt the shift that you're moving toward working and you're moving toward planning and you're more interested in the details and you're more interested in like the nitpicky nuts and bolts and little things, then that is the influence of Mars and Virgo. So Mars rules our determination. It rules our motivation. It rules our masculine energy. We all have masculine and feminine. In yoga, we call that the Ida and the Pingala. We have the, we have the nadis. They represent the masculine and the feminine sides of our body, the subtle body. So we all have the masculine and the feminine within. Mars rules the masculine. So when, when Mars, which is our masculine drive, our motivation, our energy to move forward, when that is in Virgo, we get um, really motivated to look at the little things, really motivated to be a perfectionist, really motivated to um, tap into the stuff that maybe we wouldn't notice otherwise, unless you have a lot of Virgo in your chart. Now, as a person who has a moon in Virgo, which I do, and Mars is my ruling planet, this is um, this is kind of where I go normally. So it's pretty comfortable for me. But for other people, it might be really frustrating, especially if you're a big picture person and you don't have a lot of Virgo in your chart. Um, if you don't have a lot of Earth in your chart, it can be a little annoying. But um, all of that is to say that we are... Um, we're, we're planning for the, the school year. We're planning for the work. We're doing the work to prepare. And Virgos love to be prepared. Virgos love to um, 
have their T's crossed and their I's dotted and, you know, arrive at the airport early and have the Ziploc bags of snacks for the plane and make sure they have time to go to the bathroom and get a little bottle of water and, um, you know, have all their, all their, supplements with them and just everything taken care of because Virgos really love to take care. They love to take care of the body. They love to take care of other people. You know, the, the symbolism of Virgo is the virgin mother, right? And um, in a way we all become this uh, caretaker, this person that wants to serve when Virgo is the sign of when we're in Virgo season. So um the thing about Virgo, the negative shadow side of Virgo is that it's very nitpicky and it really wants to like, you know, criticize and nitpick things and be a perfectionist and get on other people and ride them about their stuff. And I know it cause I do it, <laughs> but you know, the other, the really high, high vibration of Virgo is that they are um, here to serve. They're here to serve humanity. They're here to serve the other person. They're here to serve um, their family. They're here to serve whoever needs it. So, you know, when we look at Virgo, we have to look at not only where are we, where are we focusing our minds at work? What are we working on? But also, uh, who is our work serving? So what is the purpose of our work? How is it, it being received in our community and how is it impacting others? And so if this summer has been a, a time of exploration or creativity for you, or maybe you were dealing with some emotional transformation, I know a lot of us were with so much mercury retrograde in Cancer and so much going on with the eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn, a lot of our inner child wounding came up. A lot of, of um, stuff around our families came up. We did a lot of healing work. We had a lot of aha moments. And now it's like, really feels good to fall back into that routine. It really feels good to wake up in the morning, go do your practice, take a shower, go to work. It feels good to be in routine again. Now, funnily enough, it's the end of summer. For a lot of us, especially those of us who have children, this might be the end of summer where you're taking your last vacation before you go back to school and get into that routine. But generally, Virgo is this back-to-school time, and it has that energy of back-to-school. So while you might not be in the routine yet, you might be considering what's my routine going to be in a few weeks. Um, how do I want to be eating? How do I want to nourish my body? A lot about Virgo has to do with nourishment too because – Virgos like uh, Virgos are the sign that rules the idea of purity. Um, it's the virgin, remember? So we, when we think about purity, we think about how can we detox um, our bodies? How can we detox our minds? A lot of people right now are really interested in taking social media breaks. A lot of people right now are taking um, digital detoxes. That's very Virgoan in a way. Um, you can also think about uh, what are some nutrition habits that you want to put in place as the school year or the, the school year? I know I still call it the school year. I mean, I think even as adults, we feel like September is the school year. So um, what are some of these like habits that you want to put in place before September gets here post Labor Day when we settle into 
our routine, do you want to be like making that smoothie every morning or making sure you work out three times a week? Or is there, you want to recommit to your yoga practice and pick a class that you're going to show up at every, um, you know, every other day or whatever it is, you know, really, uh, settling into a routine in some way or planning for that routine. That's all very Virgo. Now, the other thing that's going on with Mars and Virgo is that we always have this Virgo season, right? So the sun, Mercury, Venus, they all generally come to Virgo around this time. And they generally spend a, a bit of time where the three of them are together in Virgo um, because those are inner planets and they're really close to us. Now, Mars not always, is not always here with those planets. So Mars is joining in for Virgo season. And so I let this, I, I'm focusing a little bit on Mars because that just happened on Sunday and he's leading the way of this Virgo season. He was the first planet to enter Virgo and he's going to be there until October 2nd. So if there is something in your life that you are really wanting to make a routine or a ritual of, then this is a wonderful time to settle into that. So I'm a person who loves routine. I'm a person who loves rituals. Um, if you've been wanting to make pulling a tarot card a day, a ritual that you do, this is a great time to commit to it. If you've been trying to make meditation part of your day, this is a great time to commit to it. That's my, oh, there. <laughs> That's my little, my little Rama. Oh, you can see him on Facebook, but you can't see him on Instagram. I'm sorry, Instagram. Let me see. There you go. We'll get a little, get a little cat, um, a little kitty time on the essential astrology the essential astrocast this week. Although I'm sorry for my podcast listeners, you're just hearing me talk about my incredibly handsome cat, but you're not actually seeing him. There he is. So um, the thing about uh, this Virgo season is that with Mars here for a nice duration, it's a really good time to find that motivation to commit to the thing that you've been wanting to commit to that is a ritual, that is a routine, that is something that is steady and you're committed to because Virgo really likes that. Now, the other thing is that Virgo is a mutable sign, so it helps us transition. It's a transitionary sign in the sense that, you know, it's end of summer, beginning of fall. It really transitions us into the fall. Um, we have these mutable signs that really help us transition from one season to the next. Even if you live in a place without seasons, you feel the seasons just because of the holidays and school year and all of that stuff. Um, so you really want to make sure that um, you use this energy well. So I don't ever like to say don't miss out on astrology because missing out on it, you can't miss out on astrology. That's like saying you're going to miss out on the ever-present energy that just exists, right? So you're not going to miss it out. But if there is something you've been wanting to bring into your life that would be a ritual or a routine of sorts, it's a really great time. Mars is going to help you do it. So if you've been like, wanting to do that, get that, get that healthy eating on track, this is the time. If you've really been wanting to get back to your yoga practice, this is your time. If you've really been wanting to make a commitment to your meditation practice or make a commitment to journaling every day or make a commitment to, um, you know, even studying something, if you wanted to study, if there's, this gives you the focus to actually do that thing, do it consistently and do it well. Um, and the motivation to do it each day because I don't think motivation, you know, it's, it's so funny. So some people really struggle with motivation. So having Mars here is really going to be helpful to you. And if you're a person that doesn't struggle with motivation, it's just going to be like supercharged for you. Um, now the other thing that's interesting is we talked about the yods the past couple of weeks. So we had these, 
um, what we call finger of God. So a yod is a finger of God, and it generally means that there's some event or something going on in the world that is fated. Um, and when yods come through, they usually point our attention to something. And they generally, you know, they also can kind of clean up the space to prepare for the next thing. So in a similar way to the eclipses, you know, I think that the yods have created this very intense post-eclipse energy because even though we were done with the eclipses and we felt like eclipse season should be through, we had the yods come through. And this yod, predominantly made up of Neptune and Saturn, but also Pluto and the South Node were in there. So Capricorn, you have Neptune and Pisces, that Capricorn cluster, Neptune and Pisces, and they were pointing at the sun and then they were pointing at, well, they were pointing at Mars, then the sun, then Venus and now Mercury. And so you might be feeling that today and tomorrow in particular. So I don't think, um, I think most of what the Yod is drudging up has already been drudged up. And some of the things that on the societal collective level we've been feeling, Jeffrey Epstein um, committed suicide, allegedly. That happened when we had uh, this Yod, uh, pretty intense. And um, we've had um, those two shootings. That was the Yod pointing at Mars. And now we've got the Yod pointing at Mercury and then it's gonna completely release. So with the Yod pointing at Mercury, it's telling us, it's telling us why those things happened. It's, it's I don't wanna say why those things happened, but giving us more information about those things and giving you more information about whatever was going on in your life at that time, about two weeks ago, and really the past two weeks in general, because the Yod really never left us. It just kept moving which planet it was pointing at. So um, if you've had some big, intense stuff going on, uh, this you might have some information about it. You might learn the last piece of the puzzle that you were waiting for. You might um, get some information about why or why not something, why something happened or why it didn't happen. You might, um, you might just get some clarity on what it means for you, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're waiting for any information from outside. Maybe you're looking for some, some information from inside. Maybe you are seeking some clarity from within. Some, maybe you just need to tap into your intuition. And this next two days might help you do that because we'll have Neptune, which is, of course, Neptune in Pisces is all about intuition and the spirit plane and pointing at Mercury in... Um, the last degrees of Leo, and sorry, not the last degrees of Leo, but Mercury in Leo, and he is going to um, help us figure out what was going on there and what we need to know. So it's a very mercurial time um, yesterday and today uh, because um, Mercury is the point is the is the the point of that finger in the yod and we've got um virgo and we've got all these planets or sorry venus going into virgo and she is going to come into a conjunction with mars and virgo and that is going to create some creative spark for you um, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite 
astrologers and Ortley, she was talking about how when Venus and Mars come together, it's the beginning of another two-year creative cycle. So pay attention to where your um, creativity is popping up. Pay attention to um, where you're motivated, because again, Mars and Virgo really is interested in, in there's, there's motivation behind some part of your work. If there's some part of your work that you're like, oh, I just don't want to do that, then that might be a point that maybe that that's something for you to look at. There's another part of your work that you're like, I just can't stop writing. Then pay attention to that. Look at that. Um, these are messages. These are messages. Mercury is giving us the messages and we really need to, to, to listen to him. Um, all right. So the moon is in Taurus today. It was in Aries earlier this week. So you might have gotten a lot of stuff done. I know that Monday and Tuesday we were doing a bunch of work here in our new home and finally got the electrician here and it was like wham, bam, bam, lots of people, lots of action. Aries loves action, loves forward motion. We were fully in momentum. But of course, you know, see, here's the thing. We did our um, work in our apartment during Mercury retrograde. So of course there are things that you find later and things that you have to fix. And so that I knew that this process was not going to be short because most of it or all of it really was taking place during Mercury retrograde. So that meant that we were going to have to revisit a lot. So now we've got a lot of forward motion happening. We had a lot of men all over the apartment doing work the past couple of days. And um, now it's a little quiet today, which is perfect because it's a nice mellow Taurus moon. But today the moon is conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So this might be a day where you get a little bit of a hit of energy, or you might just get surprised by something. So when the moon touches Uranus, there's always a little surprise of some sort. Um, doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's bad. It could just be neutral, but you know, Uranus is always going to give us the unexpected. Um, so the other big news of the day, which I already mentioned, is that Venus moved into Virgo today. So now we have those two planets in Virgo, and we're going to have the sun moving in on Friday. So these are the last couple of days of having that Leo sun. So get out there and enjoy it. You know, be social, have a good time, um, enjoy yourself. You know, once we get more planets into Virgo, um, we're not going to necessarily want to go out and have fun. We're going to want to get to work. So like I said, there's a lot of good stuff about Virgo and a lot of ways that we can be productive and a lot of ways that we're going to move forward this Virgo season, which is really satisfying when we have all that Virgo energy is to have forward momentum with it, which we definitely will. Um, but you want to make sure that you also enjoy these last moments, enjoy these last days in Leo. Don't, don't forget to do that. So um, Mercury is going to still be in Leo for a while too. So you're going to have that, that confidence and of Mercury in Leo, and you might still have that um, sassiness of Mercury in Leo for uh, a little while longer, which is nice. That's actually a really nice thing to have with, with Virgos. So make sure um, we have a little, we, we still have a little bit of fun. We don't get too serious. Now, the moon is in Taurus today, and the moon isn't going to be going to be in Taurus tomorrow. Tomorrow is really going to be the apex of that yod where the finger of God points to Mercury. So pay attention to the messages that come through. Definitely get quiet tomorrow. So the messages might not come, be coming from outside. The messages might be coming from within. So if you can, go to a yoga class, do some meditation, 
um, get quiet tomorrow if you can. Plus, Moon and Taurus loves to be quiet. Moon and Taurus loves to be home, loves to be, you know, eating fresh food and having a nice glass of wine and going to bed early. So it's a really good opportunity to get quiet and be, um, be with yourself and be with whatever is coming up um, from your subconscious. Um, the moon is going to trine that Pluto, Saturn, South Node, and Capricorn tomorrow. So that also, um, between that and the yod pointing at Mercury, I wouldn't be surprised if some information about all the stuff we've gone through through eclipse season comes through tomorrow. So pay attention. And then Friday, the moon's going to go into Gemini, which is nice. And then it's going to be the last quarter of the moon. So the last quarter of the moon is that last um, home stretch of the, the moon cycle before we get to the new moon. So it always goes new moon, first quarter, full moon, last quarter, and then the next new moon. So um, on Friday, we're going to have the last quarter moon of this moon cycle, and it's going to be in Gemini. And that's going to be um, an invitation to go inward. Whenever the moon is in Gemini, I really recommend talking, finding a friend, a confidant to spill to. I recommend journaling. I recommend using your words. I recommend listening to music with lyrics. Anything that helps you communicate your emotions with words is going to be effective when the moon is in Gemini. Um, and this is the last quarter, it's going to have a more internal energy because the last quarter of the moon, for all my ladies out there, and I think it's really 99.9% .9 ladies who are listening to this, um, the last quarter of the moon is like that last week or half a week before your period. And you're like feeling like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm getting my period. Yeah, I don't really want to be around people and I don't necessarily... Um, want to be out in the world and I just kind of want to stay home and um, take it easy and uh, be with myself and indulge in my inner world and maybe watch Netflix and listen to sad music or whatever it is that you do. Um, so this is the last quarter of the moon has that energy to it. So the last quarter of the moon is like, okay, you're going to go in, you're going to reflect on what happened throughout this moon cycle, right? So where were you um, three weeks ago? Um, and then we're going to have the sun go into Virgo on Friday as well. So that is going to really key up Virgo season. So Virgo, you know, again, of service, doing work in the world, but also a very internal planet. So a very internal sign, a sign that has a vibrant inner world because it is ruled by Mercury. And Mercury in Gemini, I would say, is like a little more extroverted. Mercury in Virgo is a little more introverted. So, you know, this is a time of going inward and listening to your intuition. And I think that is the big takeaway for the week. Um, Saturday, we're going to have Venus conjunct Mars. That's the big one we talked about earlier in the broadcast. It launches a new creative world for you. And that's going to be at four degrees Virgo. And the new moon is not going to be too far from that. The new moon is going to be at six degrees Virgo. So I think that um, pay attention to what comes up Friday, Saturday, and beyond as we move toward the new moon. Um, especially around how you want to be creative. The new moon is going to be next Friday. So stay on the lookout for that. And of course, if you're one of my Patreon members, then I am going to be posting a new moon um, astrocast just for you guys. Um, 
If you would like to be a Patreon member, you can go to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti or go to my site, look up the AstroCast and all the information is there. Um, but I think the big takeaways for this week are settle back into real life, to routine, to ritual, maybe planning for how that's going to go post Labor Day. If you're here in the U.S. and you are on like more of a school year kind of thing and kind of schedule and allow yourself to wind down, allow yourself to get curious about your internal world, um, allow yourself to get quiet enough to hear um, what I always like to call the whispers of your heart or the whispers of your soul. So not necessarily the chatter of the mind, but what below, what, um, what exists below the chatter of the mind, even though Virgo ruled by Mercury loves to have a chattery mind. Um, yeah. So pay attention, pay attention over the next few days. Um, there's going to be messages for you. I think that's all I've got for you this week. Lots of good stuff happening. Um, it's really kind of a mellow week. It's, it's, I, I'm appreciative. It feels good. It almost feels like, it almost feels like after a very highly intense, emotional, transformational summer for a lot of us, it feels like, oh, I can take an exhale. I can exhale and I can be kind of in this mundane place of routine again. And that's, Hopefully, fingers crossed, I think that's what this Virgo season is going to feel like. I think it's going to be a, a welcomed return to nor normalcy, a welcomed return to the slow and steady life that um, we're, we're all excited to move away from in the summer, right? We're, and now we're so excited to get back to. Um, so that's all I got for you, and I will see you next week. Um, we're still experimenting with the time of this broadcast each week. Um, let me know if there's a particular time that you you prefer. And if you're interested in getting reading for uh, the new school year, since we keep talking school year, uh, just go to my site, veronicapretty.com slash astrology, and you can book a reading right there. All right. Have an awesome rest of your week, guys. Take care.